Hallelujah. Are you ready for one more round? Praise God. Let's turn tonight to the book of Deuteronomy to start with. Brother, could you turn this mic on till I get started here? This mic, right, right, right here. Praise God. All right. The scripture says in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 1. Now these are the commandments, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that you might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and commandments which I command thee, and thy son and thy son's son all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee. And I like this. This is not my text, but I noticed this. And that ye may increase mightily. That you may increase mightily. I'm going to tell you, there's growth to preaching truth. And, and let me tell you something. This is not our text tonight or subject tonight like, like last night. But growth is the will of God. Even here in the Old Testament it said that you might increase mightily. As the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee. I'm telling you folks. If we'll do, if we'll do what God has commanded us to do. We will increase. In the land. Uh, that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Lord our God is one Lord. And I'm not going to take time to read it, but it goes on to tell us uh, that we should teach this diligently, diligently unto our children. The Lord our God is one Lord. You may be seated. Glory to God. And in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, and to save a little time here, verse 13, uh, the Bible said Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, and he began to ask the disciples, who the people say that I am? And uh, Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Verse 17, And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. I thank God for this revelation of the oneness of God. Going to the book, going to the book of, uh, of Galatians, chapter 1 and verse 8. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Verse 11, 
But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after, uh, is not after men, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. But by the revelation of Jesus Christ. And to go along with this one God reading here tonight. To go along with this one God reading. I want to read, I want to read Acts 2.38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Come on, let's give the Lord a good hand. Oh, let's give God the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated. As I told you, I believe last night, I was not born nor raised in Pentecost. I didn't know anything about, I didn't know anything about Acts 2.38. I didn't know anything about the oneness of God. I just believed that there was a God. And I believed that there was a heaven. And I believed there was a hell. And uh, my folks, whenever they went to church, uh, it was to a certain denominal church. And it was a far, far cry from apostolic Jesus' name, Pentecost. And, uh, but when, uh, long story uh, short, uh, I was born and raised in my former years in West Texas. After World War II, uh, I believe it was the hand of God that moved us to California. We were just poor folks in, in West Texas. I don't know if there's anything else in West Texas, but poor folks and rattlesnakes and a lot of dust and dirt. But uh, anyway, uh, we moved to California. And uh, we didn't mean to go out there and stay, but it's one of the best things that ever happened uh, to our uh, family. But I didn't know it. I didn't know it. But as I look back now, I could see the hand of God upon me. God was leading me. I guess God saw a little boy's heart that he was hungry uh, for truth and what was right. Anyway, uh, I started to school in California. We ended up uh, in, in Modesto, uh, California. And I ended up in school there and involved in, in sports. And, you know, that's another subject that we haven't heard much about this week. But I want to tell you something. This business of, of competitive sports and, and, and going to the big league games or, 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 the, or the Super Bowl or, or whatever, it, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, anybody, anybody that would get a television and watch that needs a good praying through. Anybody go to the pizza parlor and watch that needs a good praying through. Now, I, I don't, I don't, uh, there's a God of sports in this world that we're living in. 
Well, I don't want to get to chasing rabbits here tonight, but I was involved in all those things. And, and long story short, before I was, uh, be before we ever moved to Modesto, there was a time that I went to Modesto to visit my cousin. And he said, you know, it was Sunday. He said, I go to Sunday school on Sundays. He said, there's this bus that comes by, and, and I ride it to church. And so uh, I was his company, so I went with him to Sunday school. I didn't know it, but it was a Jesus-name apostolic, one God, tongue-talking, Jesus-name church. I got on that bus and I saw them girls with long hair. I still remember who the bus driver was. In fact, I'll tell you who one of the girls was on the bus. It, uh, it was Sister Joy Haney, brother uh, Kenneth Haney, the general superintendent. It was his wife. She was on, on that bus. And, and so here we were, and her daddy was driving uh, the bus. And that was a long time ago. I didn't have any idea how I was going to get involved with the folks on that bus. And, uh, but I want to tell you one thing. I caught the right bus. It wasn't the wrong bus. It was the right bus. I'm telling you, I believe in the bus ministry. In my life, in my life, it took the old rugged bus and the old rugged cross. The old rugged bus and the old rugged cross. But anyway, here I was, and, 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 and my cousin, uh, here it is years later, we moved to Modesto. And then my cousin, he's, he's a teenager, and he's got a car, and I don't have a car. And he said, you know, uh, since I got my car, I started going up there to that church. He's just a sinner hanging around. Well, he had the car. I had to go with him. So we went. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, I can still feel it, and I can still hear it. Walking up to that church, that Jesus name, apostolic, Acts 238 church. Walking up there in the summertime and the windows were open and there was no air conditioning and they were singing them old songs like, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And when I walk up them streets of gold and what a gathering of the faithful of that will be. I was just a teenage boy, but I'm telling you, Brother Dudley, it was like a bullet to my heart. There was something about it. It got a hold of me. It got a grip on me. It really did. We begin to visit that church and God begin to deal with me and God can be, begin to convict me. I remember as a sinner boy getting out in the yard and walking up and down in the yard under conviction saying, my, what's wrong with me? Just out in the night walking up and down in the yard and I was just a teenager and God was dealing with me. And so we went to that church one night and, and, and brother, God got a hold of me. Me. There was an evangelist there, and, and brother, he zeroed in on some of us teenage boys. And I remember that night that I went to the altar. I went to the altar, and 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 I went to the altar, and I re I didn't know how to pray. I, the only prayer that I'd ever prayed was, "Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I 
I should die before I wake. I pray the Lord my soul to take. I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what to say. But I just knelt there and prayed my way. Whatever I said, I don't remember. But I knew that I wanted to pray. And I, I knew my heart wanted God. And boy, they were praying for me. All at once, I remember laying down in the floor, flat on my back. And people were spitting and spewing and, and, and hollering and shouting and dancing. And there I was. But I was hungry for God. All at once, I began to talk in other tongues as the Spirit. Oh, let's raise our hands and thank God for that experience. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I got the Holy Ghost. 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 Glory to God. The night before I got the Holy Ghost, a friend of mine got the Holy Ghost. He was getting baptized that night that I got the Holy Ghost. And so I, I was sitting there on the altar, and the evangelist said, your friend's going to get baptized tonight. Would you like to get baptized? And I, I said, yeah, I just got the Holy Ghost. Now let me tell you about me getting the Holy Ghost. I didn't talk a long time in tongues. I just talked a little bit in tongues. But I knew that I got it, and I claimed it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Don't make everybody get the same experience that you got. I, I'm telling you, I just talked in tongues. And I claimed the Holy Ghost. And I'm still talking in tongues. And I still got the Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah. I'm still talking in tongues. That night after church, there was a man in that church I found out later. He said, I don't think that boy got the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, if I ain't got the Holy Ghost, I don't know what it is. When I do get it, I will have a fit. I'm telling you, I've got the, I thank God for the Holy Ghost tonight. I'm going to tell you something. We need to appreciate what God has given us. We got the Holy Ghost, brother. We got the Holy Ghost. We got the Holy Ghost. We need to thank God for this. I'm going to tell you, some folks has had it so long, it's like an old hat. I got old hats. I got some hats I don't want nobody to mess with. But I got some old hats I've worn so long, I just throw them over in the corner in the back of the pickup or wherever. But I'm telling you what, this Holy Ghost, we need to appreciate it. And we need to take care of it. And we don't need to treat it like an old hat. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so it was that I got it. And they said, would you like to get baptized in Jesus' name? Listen, they could have baptized me in the name of watermelon and I wouldn't know the difference. I didn't know anything. I said, yeah. And so they took me back there and, and my pastor baptized me in Jesus' name. Here I am now. I'm in the church. I, I, I'm living for God. I didn't know anything about. I didn't know anything about anything. I really didn't. I didn't know anything about living for God. And 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 I'm going to tell you, most of the things that I gave up, uh, nobody had to tell me. I just begin to lay them aside. 
I'm going to tell you one of the worst things that happened to me when I first come in the church. There were some folks in the church. I was really involved in competitive sports. I, I could tell you a long story. Really involved. And, and some of them saints got on to me, especially one, got on to me and began to tell me, you need to quit this, you need to quit that. It was one of the sister, older sisters in the church. And brother, she's just laying it on me. It almost discouraged me to the place I almost quit. Let the pastor take care of that. Did you hear me? Let the pastor take care of that. But you know what? You know why she was taking care of it? Because she didn't feel like he was taking care of it fast enough. He, that man of God knew what he was doing. And here I am tonight and I don't believe in it. I'm telling you the man of God was right. I'm telling you, Brother Dudley, she almost killed me. She almost, well, here I am. I'm in the church now. I'm living for God. One day, the youth leader... And another sister were standing in the church, and I, I just stand there, a teenage kid, just got the Holy Ghost, and this a little while later, and they were talking about the oneness of God. The oneness of God. The oneness of God. I said, what, what are you talking about, the oneness of God? And I remember this, this sister turned to me, and she said, you know, she said, Jesus is God. There's only one God. And the, she explained a little bit, and the devil jumped on me. I thought, what is this that I've got into? And the devil began to tell me that I'd really got into something that was something else. And, and, and I, the oneness of God. I, I never did believe in Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, but I believed in God the Father, God the Son. And I really didn't know what that Holy Ghost was. But, but and she said, oh no, there's just one God. There's, there's not two, there's not three, they're just, and she laid it on me. Now she was doing, oh, I, I, I tell you what it did do. It caused me to get the Bible. It caused me to get... Now, I was from an unsaved home. I was from an unsaved home. And I'd made such a change in my life that my folks were worried about me. They really were. I'd quit so much stuff and give up so much stuff. And, 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 and I remember my daddy, uh, when, when he went to bed, everybody had to go to bed. And he'd make me go to bed early uh, some night. And so, and I'm going to tell you something. When I got the Holy Ghost, we had church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, and Saturday night. That was regular services all of the time. I went to church all the time. I'm still going to church all the time. I love going to church. Oh, glory. Itabo Shandava. Hallelujah. And so it was. The daddy said, go to bed. You say, you're a big old teenage boy and your daddy made you go to bed? I'm going to tell you something. If my daddy was your daddy, you'd have went to bed too. My dad didn't believe in child abuse. But boy, he sure believed in a belt. West Texas style, brother. But I remember I started searching the scriptures. I didn't have a revelation of the oneness of God. I thought everybody was saved and going to the same heaven. I really did. But I started searching and the preacher was preaching it. The pastor was preaching it. It just wouldn't catch him. But I started studying the Word. I remember going to bed sometimes and turning on a flashlight and reading by a flashlight till the sun would come up the next morning. I'd done it. I was searching the Scripture. I remember one night, ooh, I feel it now. I, when I get to talking about this, I feel it like a... 
just like I felt it there. I remember that I, 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 I sat up in the middle of the bed and I pulled the cover over my head and I made a tent and I had the Bible there and I got some One God tracks and I was studying and I had this light on and it must have been two or three o'clock in the morning. All at once, God is my witness. I got a revelation of the oneness of God. I got a <laughs> I got a revelation of the oneness of God. I got and let me let me tell you this. At the same time that I got a revelation of the oneness of God, I got a revelation of Acts 2.38 and the only way to be saved. God is my witness. I throw the cover back. I throw the cover back. I throw the flashlight down. I jumped out in the middle of the floor and I started to shout, but I happened to think about Daddy. This is true. I have to think, I thought if I wake daddy up, oh my, 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 will I have something to shout about. So everybody be quiet. I was there in that dark room with just the flashlight on. I was talking in tongues. I was worshiping and I was walking on my tiptoes going, thank you Jesus, glory to God, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. Praise God, I got a revelation, brother, I got a revelation. I got a revelation. I got a revelation of the oneness of God. Oh yeah, you may be seated. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you to be seated anymore. You'll stand, you'll stand the rest of the night. But I'm, you're taking too much of my time, me having to stop and tell you to be seated. So you can stand there. So if you stand up and I, oh forget it. Anyway, and, and you're going to do what you want to do anyway, and I am too. But anyway, anyway. I was so excited. I still remember going to my pastor's house. I don't remember if it was the next day or when it was, but I still remember going to his house. I still remember walking up on that porch. I still remember, not, I just a teenager. Man, that's a long time ago. And, but this experience is better tonight than it was then. Yeah. I went up on that porch. I knocked on that door. And my pastor came to the door. I said, Brother Rody, let me tell you something. There's something you need to tell the church. And he said, what is it? I said, Brother Rody, there's just one God. And I, I stand and I said, his name's Jesus. And he said, well, tell me about it. And I began to explain it to him the best I could. Tell him about these scriptures and the things I see. And, and he's just standing there beaming. And when I got through, he said, son, he said, I've been preaching and teaching that for 40 years. I thought I, I really did. I thought I was the only one that had this revelation. Oh, I thank God for this revelation. I thank God for this revelation. I thank God for this revelation. And I'm going to tell you something. That's when I really started making a consecration. That's when I really started giving up stuff. That's when I really started coming clean. I'm going to tell you something. Now, this is the reason some of you are in and out, up and down, and backslid. is because I am telling you, you don't have a real revelation of who Jesus Christ is. 
There's a lot of you that's been, that's been born and raised in Jesus' name Pentecost. You believe it because your mama and daddy believe it. You believe it because the pastor preaches it. But there's a difference in believing it and, and, and having a revelation. I'm telling you, you need your own revelation. Some of you, some of you are sitting there tonight and you're thinking this. You're thinking, you know, I believe there's one God. I believe his name's Jesus, but I don't think I really feel it like he's talking about. I don't think I really see it like he sees it. You know what? You need to get your Bible. I don't give you that. Those 30 years, 40 years, 20 years, or six months. You need to get your Bible, and you need to start reading that Bible. We need, a, we need to study the oneness of God, a fresh revelation of the oneness of God. And, and I'm going to tell you something. You need to read it until you get a revelation and you get as excited as I am about this tonight. Praise God. And I'm going to tell you something else, brother. I'm 62 years old and I ain't apologizing for preaching a camp meeting and preaching the oneness of God. You understand that? Now, somebody, and, and, and fellas, listen. Oh, oh, we need to hear the deep things of God. You're just shallow-minded. You don't realize this is the deepest thing about God there is. This is the deepest thing about God there is. You boys and girls and teenagers, get your Bible. Read your Bible. Read about the oneness of God in Acts 2.38. Read them Jesus' name scriptures. There was a, several of us teenagers got the Holy Ghost in that revival. And we would get in the basement of the church and we would, we would talk about the revelation that we got. We had testimony service every service. All we testified about is the oneness of God and Jesus' name baptism. In fact, us boys said, let's go preach on the street. Somebody got them a guitar and we went down there and we'd stand on the street corner and we'd all preach the same thing. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, mission sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Glory. so excited about it we were so excited about it and I'm gonna tell you something I'm still excited about it in fact you know I just thought of something uh, there's a couple of ladies that I pastor this one she was uh, her folks are in one of our other churches in fact I'll tell you who it is brother his brother IH Terry's church but this lady before I pastored her because she was much younger she was in and out in and out she somehow ended up in, in she backslid and ended up in Fresno. And 
and uh, her mother and daddy's real good one God Jesus name people anyway long story short she ended up in our church and we prayed her through and she got now she was raised under I.H. Terry you talk about one God Jesus name apostolic brother stout man stout but she never got the revelation she got the revelation of the oneness of God she has never even come close to backsliding that's been years now she's one of the best women in our church she's one of the you know what I'm telling you what you need we need you know what we need a fresh revelation of the oneness of God and brethren you're saying, well, Brother Morton, last night you were talking about evangelism. One of the best evangelism tools there is is preaching the oneness of God and Acts 2.38. Brother, that's the spirit of evangelism. Let me tell you young preachers something and old ones alike. You know how it is sometimes you pray, you study, and you can't get a thought. If you, if you don't get anything, Acts 2.38 always works. The oneness of God always works. The saints always need to hear the oneness of God. The sinner always needs to hear Acts 2.38. Oh, let's give him a good hand clap. Let's give him a good hand. I want to tell you new converts something and you old ones too. We ain't just another church down on the corner somewhere or in the middle of the street. This is Jesus' name. This is not a Trinitarian church. This is not a Trinitarian camp. God set this district on fire with Acts 2.38 and the oneness of God. And you say, but Brother Morton, we believe that. Oh, do you? But what I'm saying, we need a revival of Acts 2.38. All, all you young preachers, you got your sermons. Every young preacher ought to be able to preach a message on the oneness of God and Jesus' name baptism. Now, I want you to stop and think. And you stop and think about some of our younger preachers. Now, this is not all, but just hear me. I ain't got time to qualify everything. But how long has it been since you heard a young man just tear up Jack and Jill too? with the oneness of God in Acts 2.38. All the, 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 the superintendent's saying it's good, and it is. Better watch out, I'll rip my britches on the other side. Man, praise God. I feel like Jesus on cross team, two thieves. I mean, but no. <laughs> hey, we're having revival at this camp meeting. Did you hear me? We're having revival. We're having an Acts 2.38 revival. We're having a one God revival. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. 
I want to tell you something. When you hear, not because I'm preaching, but when you hear preaching like this, no matter who's preaching, if you're bored, you need to pray through. If you're not excited, you need to pray through. If you come here tonight saying, well, I didn't mean to come to hear this. Well, this is what you're hearing because this is what you need to hear. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo. Hey, let me tell you something else. I got such a revelation. Uh, I went back to, I went to school and, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I started writing Acts 2 38 on everything. We, hey, I, I just thought of something. We had a wood shop class that was probably as big as this building. They had saws, they made furniture. I mean, it was something for that day. And uh, we'd go in there every day. The teacher, his name was Mr. Peterson. He was shorter than me. Boy, he was short. And, 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 and he would take roll, and after he'd take roll, then we'd go to the, uh, we would go get our projects and go to work. I'd always be the last one out of the project room because I'd go up there in the project room and pray. And then I'd come out, and by the time I got out, sawdust would be everywhere. And I remember furniture and desk and stuff, and with my finger in the sawdust, I'd write Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38, like this right here. Acts 2, plenty of it around here. Acts 2.38. Acts 2.38. Every morning after roll call, the teacher would drink a little coffee, and... Uh, and uh, he'd eat a cookie. And one morning he'd come up to me, and I could tell there was something different. He'd come up and, and he said, uh, Hey, Morton. He said, uh, and he's supping that coffee and eating that cookie. Some of the other boys sort of standing around. I think they ganged up on me. He said, I want to know something. He said, uh, What's this? Uh, 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 you know, everywhere I go, I, every day, uh, he said, What's this Acts 238 about? I said, Acts 2.38, I said, Mr. Peterson, that's the plan of salvation. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the mission of sin. Praise God. I remember one time, you know, I, I didn't mean to get off on this tonight. I meant to, but anyway. What the, the, the main deal here tonight is get a revelation. And so I remember we was in one class and, and the teacher, her name was Mrs. Fernando, Fernandez, Fernandez. And I remember she, in those days they didn't have rugs on the floor. And, 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 and so she got up in front of the class one day and it was, a, it was a class and you had to pass this class if you was going to graduate. If you didn't pass the class, you couldn't graduate. She said, I want everybody in here to write an essay on a, in those days we call it on a picture show that you saw. And television was just coming out or if you have a television, write on a television show that you saw. I don't know if it's our scene, but anyway, that's what she said. And, and so I was sitting there. I hadn't had the Holy Ghost long. I hadn't been living for God long. And I sat there and I'd seen, I'd seen picture shows. I'd, I'd, I'd watched some television. We just got a television right after I got, just before I got saved, we got a television. And, and that's one of the first things my pastor told me is don't have a television. And so I got a revelation of that too. I ought to tell you about that. But anyway, anyway, I was sitting back toward the back of the class and I thought, I'm not going to write about a picture show. I'm not going to write about a, 
I guess I'll just fail this class. I'll just sit here. The class was quiet. Everybody was writing. You didn't have to turn it in for a day or two, but they, they started writing. She was sitting at her desk. There was a great big old sort of heavy set boy. His name was Kenneth. He sat in the same row I sat in. He raised his hand, and the teacher, I could still hear her, she said, Yes, Kenneth. I said, Teacher, this is true. I said, Teacher, what about old Morton back there? I said, He don't go to the picture show, and he don't watch television. Everybody in the class went, mm -hmm. and I just sat there going, yeah. and and so everybody went back to writing. I still hear her high heels, clippity clop, clippity clop. I mean, I can hear it. Some things you don't forget, clippity clop, clippity clop. And there I was. I was sitting there. She leaned over and she says, Vaughn, she said, you don't go to the picture show. You don't watch television. She says, well, I'll tell you what. You can write on anything you want. The Lord will make a way somehow. I said, the Lord will make a way somehow. <laughs> I said, the Lord will make a way somehow. Hallelujah. I know y'all wished I'd hurry up because you got to go home. There ain't nobody going as far as I, I got to go clear to Canada. But you know what? And so I did. I can still remember anything. There was only one thing in me. I went home. I got the Bible out. And I said, in the Bible, there was a preacher by the name of the Apostle Peter in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Oh, yes. And you know what? In red ink, she wrote on my paper when I handed it in. She handed it back. She wrote on that paper, you certainly have a message. Brother, it's not just a message. It is the message. It is the only message. It is the only message. Hey, one day in that set, man, this stuff's coming back to me. I'm sorry, I meant to get into the scripture. No, I ain't sorry. I repent. And so, and so one day in that same class, she said, okay, it's going to be book report time. I hated book report. I hated school, but I finished. I graduated. I, I taught them all I knew and got out of that place. <laughs> and so, and so it was in that thing. So I went to the library to get, sit down. I went to, I, I went to, to the library. You're blocking the view of those behind you. And so I, I went to the, the library and, and I, got, I, I went, I was looking for a book and I found the skinniest book I could find. You know, you done it. And it was about Abraham. Abraham Lincoln. So I read this book, and it come time to give a book report. Well, when you give book reports in her class, you had to stand up before the class. It takes several days, and this one give, there's this. And she would write a note about your good points and your bad points, and she'd hand it to you as you walked by her desk. So it come my turn to give my book report. And so I gave my book report on Abraham Lincoln. I really want to talk about Abraham in the Bible, but I had to do it this way, so I done it. It wasn't sin, just boring. And so I gave it. As I walked by her desk, she handed me this note, and I got back there, and I opened it up, and I read it, and she said, voice a little loud. What, teacher? I, I'm 
used to preaching on the street. And she, you know, don't let me forget that in my point. But let me tell you, some of you fellas walking around, you young fellas with a Bible on your arm, want somebody ask you to preach. We never even dreamed of that or thought of that. We just went down on the street corner and started preaching, brother. Praise God. I mean, we, we preach, we preached everywhere all the time. And, and so it was. She said, voice a little loud. And then she said, are you interested in being a minister? I thought, oh, Lord, which Abraham did I talk about anyway? <laughs> no, let me tell you something. When you've got the Holy Ghost and you've got a revelation, they can feel it, they can see it, they can pick it up in you. You know, they know you're different. <laughs> oh, let's worship God. Let's worship God, worship God, worship God. Thank God for this revelation. Come on, thank God for this revelation. Brother, when I got this revelation, I quit going to the track meets, the basketball games, the football games. I quit watching television. I quit going to the picture show. And I ain't went back yet. I ain't going. Brother, when you, when you really get this in you, it'll clean you up. It'll clean your, your, it'll clean your home up. Brother, when you get this, you'll go home and get rid of the Beatles. You'll get rid of that honky-tonk music. Wait, 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 wait. I sat down. I'm going to preach now. I felt I, I was plowing along there, and I, I caught a root. When I said that honky-tonk music, when I said that country and western music, I just got a feeling there's some of you Kansas men that like that old twang, twang, honky-tonk. I'm not talking about country gospel. I'm talking about honky-tonk. I'm in the jailhouse now. I'm in the jailhouse now. She told me once or twice, quit playing cards and shooting dice. I'm in the jailhouse now. You think just be, how do I know this? Because I used to listen to it. This will date me back. I used to think it was all right. When I first got saved, I was trying to justify I didn't know God made honky-tonk angel. Hey, where'd all that shouting go? You men, you need to turn them radios off, get rid of them CDs, and clean yourself up. You ladies, too. on a side trail. Listen, I can't chase every dog that comes out barking here tonight. Glory to God. I'm going to hit you in a minute. <laughs> right between the eyes. I'll preach till, till your tongue hangs out. I guarantee you I can outlast you. I feel a devil chasing spirit on me right now. I feel a devil chasing spirit on me right now. Hey, hey, I'm going to pitch my tent on the old campground. I'm going to give Satan one more round. Hey, I tell you what you need to do. You need to go home and roll your sleeves up. Not past the elbows, though. Roll your sleeves up and fight the devil. Let's go home and have a one God, Jesus' name, Acts 2.38, Revival.
Glory to God. You may be seated. Glory to God. Let me tell you something. I got way off of where I was going tonight. I got a sack of scriptures there that choked the devil. Let me tell you something. What I'm talking about tonight is a revelation. Paul said, I didn't receive this revelation of man. Jesus said, Simon, flesh and blood have not revealed this unto thee. You don't learn this in some theological cemetery. You don't even learn this in a Jesus name Bible college. This comes by revelation. You don't even learn this in your local church if you don't get a revelation. You only know it, but you don't have a revelation. And you know what, what I'm talking about? I'm just going to say this. I'm going to tell you, the best Bible school that you got is in your local church. Stay home, young preachers, and learn. And I'll tell you something else. If, if there's a neighboring preacher over, and I'm going to tell you something. Sit down. Sit down, Brother Dudley. I want to talk to you about you a minute. I'm going to tell you something. Brother Dudley has not one time, one ounce, one anything, talked to me about any preacher, preacher's wife, or anything good or bad. No, good, yes, but not bad in this district. I appreciate that. I appreciate that some place and a neighboring pastor said, you come on over to my church. You, you, you start coming to my church. You come over to my church. I'll preach you. You don't get preached enough over there. That man is not your friend. He is a sheep thief. He is a sheep thief. Well, I'm done off my track tonight. I'm not going to just bet up. And I remember my pastor, I got the Holy Ghost, got baptized, living for God. The Bible college was the Stockton Bible College. In those days, it was called Western Apostolic Bible College. Uh, now it's called Christian Anyway, I'm, I'm glad we don't have video here tonight. But anyway, anyway, I've decided since I turned six years old, I'm going to say what I want. I've kept my mouth shut all these years. I've been a nice guy all these years. But anyway, look, when you got to go, you got to go. But anyway, anyway, everybody was, they'd get to a certain place, and in our church, they'd go up the road to the Bible college, the Bible college. It'd come my turn. I thought, I went to Brother Rody, my pastor, I said, I'm going to start the Bible college. I still remember him standing, hold it. I still remember him standing there. He went just like it, put his hand just like it, and he went shaking them just like it. He said, no, I don't want you to go. He said, you're going to stay here, and you are going to work with me. I said, okay. Now, my spirit wanted to go, but that was the man I got in my life. But I'm going to say this to balance this out. I'm not talking about Bible college. Preacher, when we give advice, we better do it in the will of God. We better not do it for selfish purposes or for time reasons. We better do it in the fear of God. And I'm going to tell you, it's funny to me that some people are good as gold till they have to leave your church and go someplace, and then they become a rebel. Let's be honest, preacher. If it's offensive, you'll get over it. You don't, you miss out. That's why we preachers need to be preached to. He preached to me today. He preached to me all week. I want to be preached. And so I stayed there and worked with my pastor for four years. And then God opened the door with my pastor's blessing to go out into the ministry. With, and I tell you, I've always felt good about it. I thought I would be behind. I thought I wouldn't ever catch up with the other fellow. But I want to tell you something. I wouldn't trade the route that God and my pastor took me up for anything. I left with my pastor's blessing. Oh, but I want to say, young preachers, get a revelation of the oneness of God in Acts 2.30. Get this in your soul. Get this in your soul. Get this in your bosom. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Hear me. There is no other way. Don't shout. 
There is no other way. There is no other plane outside of that tutorial. I am here to tell you there is nobody since the day of Pentecost. There's nobody, nobody that's going to go to heaven that's going to go be saved outside of Acts 2.38. Nobody. Now, I'm going to go further than that. Also, you've got to have a revelation of the oneness of God. There is no other plan. I'm not preaching an organization. I'm not preaching denomination. I'm not preaching association. I'm preaching the Bible. There is no other plan. And, and I'm going to tell you, if, if a preacher's been preaching you and telling you if you backslide and the rapture takes place, there's going to be another chance after the rapture. He's a false prophet. I don't care who it is. I'm telling you, I don't care who it is. Brother, there's some among us that believe that. I don't know of anybody here that does, but if I did, I'd really preach it. When it get, hey, there may be something, and I agree with the, with the elder here. He said, he believes in wristwatch. He said, if I go someplace and feel like they don't uh, approve of it, he said, I just take it off. Brother, we've got to learn to agree and disagree on things like that. But when it comes to the oneness of God in Jesus' name, baptism, and the Holy Ghost, you've got to believe it, brother, just like I believe it. That's right. Hallelujah. You just say, well, Brother Morton, I disagree. Then you disagree with the Bible. You want me to take this a little further? I don't even think you're going to be saved because you believe what you believe. You've got to believe this message. I'm telling you what, we need to get this one God Jesus name message in our children, in our children, in our children. And so, ever since my, my grandkids, as soon as my grandkids are born, the first thing I say to them, there's just one God, and his name Jesus, and there's only one way to be saved, and that's Acts 238. You say, but they're just babies. I mean, they may be just hours old or an hour old. I don't care, brother. I'm going to get this message in them. Hey, my two oldest grandsons, when they were little, and the oldest one, I, he'd say, there's, how many gods is there? He'd say, there's one God. How do you get baptized in Jesus' name? Oh, in fact, here, not long ago, he's in, he's in a so-called Christian school. Goes, they, they don't have one at their church. And he goes, and, 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 and they had to give the plan of salvation, and they didn't want to accept his plan. And my little old grandson, he wouldn't change. He said, Papa, I don't care if I fail. I ain't changing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, probably... So his daddy had to go to school and talk to him, and they said, okay, we'll accept. Uh, oh, no, that one was, they wouldn't accept that one. But on the Trinity, on the Trinity, he said, there's one God, and his name is Jesus. So his daddy had to go to school and explain that. It's so-called Christian school. And, and had to explain that. They said, okay, we'll accept that. You know why they accept that? Because they're so mixed up. They don't know what they believe. Probably if they'd asked my grandson, said, uh, how come you believe this? Where do you find this? He probably said, my papa said it's true. But anyway, one day I was questioning the, 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 uh, his little brother. I said, Gentry, how many gods is there? And Drew said, Gentry, tell him there's two. Because he knew that aggravated me. He was trying to get his little brother to tell me there's two. Because he just wanted to see me get red in the face. I'm going to tell you what, brother. If our kids are off on this gospel, we better get red in the face. Boy, this makes me want to go home and preach one God Jesus. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I have a conviction that every service I go into, I am going to quote Acts 2.38 and talk about the oneness of God somewhere in that service. Glory. All right. Let me tell you something. I got my dates mixed up here. Somebody's going to trade me out. We walked out of the Assemblies of God in 1914. Was it? 1914. Okay. We walked out. I'm going to tell you something. I ain't ready to walk back. 
And I'm going to tell you something else. I'm not going to take time to explain all this, but I'm going to tell you something. We ain't got no business dialoguing with the Trinity. I'm telling you. Hey, there's a difference in debating or discussing the Scripture and dialoguing. I'm not trying to blend in with the Trinity. I am telling you what, maybe they do believe in speaking in tongues. And some people like to believe because they believe in the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues. Uh, and some of them's got it and some of them don't got it. But I want to tell you, the Holy Ghost will lead and guide you into all truth. We don't need to go to them. They need to come to us. And anybody that's dialoguing with the Trinities, they don't represent Von Morton. That's right. There's a difference in sitting down and discussing the oneness of God in Jesus' name baptism or debating it or having a, a forum about it where we can where we can tell it like it is and trying to just figure out now how can we blend together? How can we sort of join hands? How can we stand on the same platform together? You believe what you believe, I believe what I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna tell you, I ain't standing on the same platform with them. Now now this, this really may cook you goose. You better sit down. The church where I pastor, our people don't go to these Trinity singings. That's what's bringing this on. I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to tell you, in, in Fresno, California, for years they had the, the Western Gospel Quartets Convention. Quartets from all over the world came in there. Our people never went. What do you do in place of it? We have our own. You're going to take something away, preachers, put something in its place. And I'm going to tell you, when the, when, when, when the one God so-called people came there and, and sang, I never went and listened to them. They called me up. They talked to me. I sat out and ate with them. They went back to their singing. I went back to my congregation. I ain't compromising with none of them. I'm telling you, that's what's bringing this mess on. And 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 I'm telling you, I have preached for. I'm a, uh, when I first got the Holy Ghost, me and, and, and another preacher went to one of them singing. We left there. I said, this ain't gonna do it. He said, I ain't gonna do it. Well, he's back doing it, but I ain't. Now I realize it's getting a little close here tonight. And I'm going to tell you, there's a difference in listening to a tape and a CD than there is going there and sitting with them and so-called worshiping with them. Hey, we worship like this. They worship like this. Hey, hey, let's stand our feet and give God a good hand clap tonight. Glory to God. Let's give the Lord a good hand. Glory to God. Let's worship God. Let's worship God. Let the musicians come. Oh, what's that song leader? Where's that song leader? Come here, brother. Oh, raise your hands and worship God while we talk. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah! I could apologize tonight. I didn't preach what I was going to preach, but I feel right about this. 
in case you don't know it, I'm one God. I'm Jesus' name because the Bible teaches it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God, give us a fresh revelation. I'm going to tell you something. There's a Trinitarian spirit coming in to Jesus' name, Pentecost. This business of, oh, we be brothers. I'm going to tell you, brother, if you wasn't baptized in Jesus' name, the Lord, you wouldn't be my brother. Maybe in Adam, but not in Christ. I'm going to tell you something. We ain't got no, hey, 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 hey. You say, Brother Morton, you shouldn't talk about this. This is a Jesus' name camp. When people come here, they expect to hear this. Hey, when I'm at home, I use wisdom. You know, if I can think I got a Trinitarian sitting out there, I don't get up and say, all oh, them Trinitarians going to hell. That ain't wisdom. What do I do? I just preach the word of God. And when I feed them the spirit, I just start slipping in the word of God. In Jesus' name, baptism. But brother, it don't take me long to feed it. But I try to do it in the right way, in the right manner. Oh yeah, I do it in the right way, in the right manner, at the right time. But I tell you what I don't do. I don't try to say, well, you know, for the first two or three months that people come, we don't want them to know that we're Jesus. I want them to know the first night we're Jesus' day. We're apostolic. We're not mean. We're not bad. We love souls. Oh, let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Glory to God. Well, he's God in the Father. He, yeah. He's God in the Son. He's God in the Holy Ghost. For you, these three are one. I know God. He is God. And God don't never change. I know God. He is God. And Jesus is his name. Oh, they call us holy rollers. They're always making fun. They need to get the Holy Ghost. Speak it all the time. I know God is God. And God don't ever change. I know God is God. And Jesus is his name. He's God in the fire.